Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. There is something challenging and exciting about exploring the Bible. It is a book unlike any other book. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You know, as, as we come to know the Word of God, it becomes a guide for us for life. Our life, according to this uh, passage of Scripture that I just quoted, is like walking down a path. And that path can sometimes grow dark, and we need that path lit it needs to be lighted, and um, the, the light that comes into the path of life is the truth of the Word of God. I don't know how people live without it, and I certainly don't know how Christians can progress and not spend time in the Word of God. It's just not possible. And so, this series is intended to whet our appetite for, for, for God's Word. I, I uh, really would like to see us rediscover the joy, the excitement, the challenge of the Word of God and re-engage in that Word. You see, the Word of God is not meant to be left aside and it's not meant to not be understood. The Word of God is meant for us to Treat it kind of like a gold mine uh, where we're digging. We're digging for those nuggets of gold and, and uh, we are digging for the truth because it is the truth that sets us free and it's the truth that lights our path. In this series that I'm calling Bible Blitz and the first series, the six New Testament books. Now, I'll be after this series ends, I'm going to do six Old Testament books. But in the series that I'm calling Bible, Bible Blitz, uh, in this particular one with the New Testament, uh, I am uh, looking at, as I said, six different books that uh, are uh, part of four different genres. And um, there were six different authors. And so um, we had a book from, from the Gospels, uh, Matthew. And then we had a book that was historical in nature, and that would have been Acts. We had a book that was doctrinal in, in nature, and that would have been uh, Romans. And also, at some level, uh, James would have been a, there. And then uh, Jude and, and Revelation. And uh, our six different authors are Matthew and, and Luke and uh, Paul, the apostle, and James, the half-brother of Jesus, and Jude that we'll study today. And then, of course, the apostle John that we'll study on the next, uh, on, on the next podcast in the book of the Revelation. So six different books, four different genres. And, and six different authors. So Jude, the book that we're looking at today, is the next to the last book in the Bible. Uh, and it is a one-chapter book with uh, 25 verses in it. And so it is actually the fourth 
shortest book in the New Testament behind uh, Philemon, 2 John, and 3 John. So, fourth shortest book in the New Testament. You can sit and read it in a matter of about five minutes if you, uh, if you can, can just uh, move right through. This book, the book of Jude, was written by, by Jude. Now, who was he? Well, he was the half-brother of Jesus. He was the younger brother of James. You know, on the last podcast, we talked about James, the half-brother of Jesus. And um, now we, we're looking at another one, and that is, that is Jude, who is the younger brother of James. And so uh, Jude, like James, believed in Jesus after the resurrection. Uh, according to the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 7, uh, we're instructed that his brothers uh, did not believe, did not believe in him. But after the resurrection, he did. Acts chapter 1, verse 14 uh, says that his brothers were there in the upper room um, uh, waiting for, for the Holy Spirit to come. They were part of that 120 that were, that were gathered there in, in the upper room. And so uh, you get to know Jude uh, that, that way. And you know that, that he is someone that, uh, that uh, believed in Jesus later on. Now, the book of Jude, Jude is most likely written to a Jewish audience. We do not have specifics here uh, and you'll see it in a moment when we look at the first couple of verses, but uh, it was probably written to a Jew- Jewish audience because there were m- numerous references in this short 25 verses, numerous references to the Old Testament and to Old Testament events. And so uh, there were not ex- explanations of those events. And so there was an assumption there that whoever was reading this was already familiar with the Old Testament. And so it would have been a Jewish audience in in all likelihood. This book was written to address one thing. Now listen very carefully because this is so important and so apropos to today. This book was written to address apostasy. Now what is apostasy? Apostasy uh, basically is a turning away from the truth both in belief and in conduct, in the way we live our lives. Let me say it again. Apostasy is turning away from the truth in belief and in conduct. And that uh, is the, the exclusive theme of this book. It deals with that one subject only, the subject of, of apostasy. We live in a day where apostasy is uh, uh, abounding. Now, uh, I'm not just talking about the world, the people that are non-believers, that are not yet saved. Um, Of course, they're away from the truth. But I'm talking about in the so-called church of Jesus Christ, um, uh, apostasy. You hear things all the time if you keep your ears open where people are are doubting the Word of God or turning away from the Word of God or, or are teaching false doctrine. And, and if I could just say this before I look at this, uh, the content of this book, um, I have been told that when someone works in a bank as a teller, they are trained to spot counterfeit bills. And I'm told that they're trained to do that by looking at the real deal. 
and getting to know very, very well the real deal so that when they see something that is false, they can spot it against the real deal. And, and that basically is what we as believers need to do. We need to get to know the real deal. Again, the truth of the Word of God. There ought to be an ongoing study. There ought to be an ongoing taking in the Word of God. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast and because this podcast uh, is simple Bible teaching. And, and I'm, not, uh, I'm not the scholar that many people are. I like to read them and, and learn from them. But, but I will tell you, I, I am glad you're listening and I encourage you to to seek uh, godly teachers and to learn to study for yourself because as you learn what the real deal is, you will quickly spot the false, the counterfeit. We need that so much in this day and time. So Jude was written to deal with that apostasy of his time. In chapter, in, in excuse me, in verses 1 and 2, we hear this, Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ, and isn't it interesting that he called himself that, and brother of James, to those who are the called, that would be Christians, we are the called ones, beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. And I like that. We are kept for Jesus Christ. May mercy and peace and love be multiplied to you. And that, that's just pregnant with uh, truth and meaning there. And I don't have time to break it down because I just want to give you a quick overview of the rest of the book. In verse in verses 3... Uh, in verse 3, he makes an important appeal. He says, Beloved, while I was making every effort to write to you about our common salvation, I felt the necessity to write to you appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all handed down to the saints. Contend earnestly for the faith. And so right up front, he, he uh, says, this is an appeal. I, this is what this is all about. I need you to contend for the faith, to contend for the truth of God's word. And the reason is in verse 4. For certain persons have crept in unnoticed. Those who were long beforehand marked out for this condemnation, ungodly persons who turned the grace of our God into licentiousness and deny our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. He said, I need you to contend for the faith because people have kind of slipped in, not even noticed, they've just, just slipped in, and they are, uh, they are marked for condemnation, and they're ungodly, and they're turning uh, the grace of God into licentiousness. In other words, uh, just live any old way you want to, and they are denying that Jesus is Lord. And so he says, that's, that's why I need you to do it. And then uh, in, in, in uh, verses 5 to 7, he lists the consequences of people turning away from the truth in the past. He talks about the children of Israel in Egypt who God rescued, and yet they ended up dying in the wilderness because they rejected the truth. He talked about the angels who rebelled against God. Uh, he talked about Sodom and Gomorrah and their gross in, in, immorality. And and uh, so he said, here's what happened to them. Learn from the past uh, is, is what he's saying here. And then in verses 8 through 16, he pretty much summarizes the current apostasy. What is going on? And I don't have time in this podcast to, to go into that. That would be a good study in the future, but I would encourage you to read it. He says, currently, here's what is happening. But then in verse 12, 
uh, verses 17 to 23, he gives instructions to them on how to handle the challenge of the current apostasy. Um, and and that is, is some of the, the positive things. He says, watch out for these mockers and, and, and know that. In verse 20 says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life and have mercy on some who are doubting save others snatching them out of the fire and on some have mercy with fear hating even the garment polluted by flesh and so he says this is the way you handle this current apostasy but I love the way he closes the book and I want to close this podcast with the last two verses of the book of Jude verses 24 and 25 and it's and it's a closing benediction listen to this Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. In spite of the fact that people are falling away from the truth all around and there's apostasy and there's the counterfeit that's all around us, we have a great Lord and Savior who can keep us from falling and who can keep us now and forever. Amen. So be it. That is the truth. I hope that you will be blessed by those words today. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.